Hi and welcome to Annette's Positive Podcast. Not done one of these for a while. Um, and I put a post on the other day and I thought, that really inspired me to talk about your life as if your life were a mug. Now, if your life was a mug, what is it filled with? Think about now, thinking about where you are, what you're doing. Sometimes we don't actually realise that our mugs, our mug of life, can be overflowing with people, things, emotions, feeling. So sometimes we hold on to all of these things, thinking that they are a part of us. And it doesn't always work that way, unfortunately. When a client comes to me and says something like, whatever I do, my life just doesn't seem to work out, or whatever I set my mind to, I can't make it happen. Um, I always say to them, what are you holding on to? Because most people don't realise that when we hold on to what was, as opposed to what can be, we're holding on to the past. And at the end of the day, the past is history. The future's a mystery. So only now matter, only now matters. The universe abhors a vacuum. And it's a little bit like, um, have you ever emptied a drawer? And been really proud of that drawer, how tidy that drawer looks. Within a week, that drawer is full again, or maybe two weeks. That is because the universe doesn't like a vacuum. So therefore, it will always fill it. So the best approach to what your mug of life is filled with is to look at your life as it stands right here, right now. And think about what your mug is filled with. Is it filled with worry? Is it filled with fear? Is it filled with dread? Are you in a job that drains you, but you feel that you can't move because you've been in that job for 20 years? It could be anything. Your mug could be filled with anything. It could be a lack of money. It could be friendships or the lack of friendships. Um, but the most important thing is that you can identify those things that your mug of life is filled with. 
And I think the great thing about looking at it this way as a mug, once you've established what is filling your life mug, you can look at things differently. And it's like anything in life. We have a thought, creates a feeling, feeling creates a vibe, the vibe goes out, comes back, it's mirrored back via the law of attraction. So nobody's saying you've got to be positive here. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we have to look, we have to re-evaluate what our lives are filled with, what our life mug is filled with. You know, think about how you feel physically. You know, in your home, does it feel clean and vibrant and clutter-free? Or you've got loads of newspapers, magazines, books piled up, and you've maybe felt a bit flat and thought, do you know what, I just can't be bothered. And that is fine. That is absolutely fine. But there will come a point when you have to do something about that environment. Because when you think about um, an environment, if something is cluttered and feeling stagnant with sort of stagnant energy, it's about revitalising these areas. Not all at once. You know, it's like you eat an elephant, but not all at once. Just one chunk at a time, just one bite at a time. So if you've got a stack of magazines... Reevaluate what magazines you want to keep. I remember when um, I'm a feng shui consultant, have been probably for the last 20 years, and I remember going to a lady's house and I could not believe when I walked in because she said, I'm so depressed. And I walked into that house and I could feel all of my energies plummet. I could feel like my kidneys where it felt like they were being drained of everything they had. Kidneys are always like the bladder associated with emotion. So I could feel myself being dragged down. When I actually got into this house, I was absolutely shocked. There was literally clutter everywhere. But this lady was part of um, a group of people who believed the world was going to end. And do you know what? Absolutely fine. That is totally her viewpoint. But she'd already paid me before I went. But when I went into the lounge, there was like a wall filled with cupboards and it just felt like everything was being drained. So I said, do you mind if I look in your cupboards? No, 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 you have a look. Absolutely fine. She called me dearie, actually. Fine, dearie, help yourself. So I looked in the cupboards and I'm not exaggerating now. The cupboards were those ones that had a glass top and they had a base. There must have been 20 foot of them. And every single cupboard was filled with biscuits to the top, completely to the top. And there was magazines, there was books, everything was all over. So... I went and I said, is it all right to have a look upstairs? So we went into the first room, three bedroom tiles. First bedroom, filled, floor to ceiling, bottled water. You couldn't get in to see anything. 
Um, I went into the next room. This was like the smaller room. Filled ceiling to floor with tinned food. Went into the next room. And this was her bedroom. But I've never seen so much flour and sugar and all baking stuff. It was just unbelievable. All packet stuff. And I just explained to her, I said, look, I'm going to give you your money back because this isn't going to work. I can't actually feng shui any of the rooms because they're so cluttered. And she said, well, would it help if I got everything uncluttered and um, maybe got everything moved to one of my other properties? I said, probably, yeah, 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 that would be good. Anyway, but I gave her money back. Two months later, I got a phone call. I'm ready. I went round. It felt like a completely different house. And I actually explained to her, you know, when I came in, it made me feel quite ill. She said, gosh, it made you feel ill. She said, I actually thought I was going nuts. There was so much stuff. She said, but look at it now. But I still want you to do it. I still want you to feng shui it. And um, let's make it more vibrant and... So we did it, we put crystals in, we put plants in. We made that house and so, so lovely. And do you know what? To this day, she's amazing. But like, I use the cup, the mug analogy with her. And I actually asked her, you know, what do you feel your mug of life is filled with? And she said, it's filled with dread. It's filled with fear. This is going back. Nothing to do with the current climate. This is going back probably five, six years ago. And so I think what you have to look at is look at your life as a mug and think to yourself, well, what is my life filled with? What is my mug of life filled with? And I tell you what is a great thing is If you get a clean piece of paper, draw a line down the centre and in the left-hand column, write down what are you holding on to. And in the right-hand column, who are you holding on to? And it's about looking at your life in the cold, harsh light of day. It's about creating footprints in the sand. If you walk along a beach, you'll probably leave footprints. But when the wind blows and the tide comes in, those tracks will be filled in very quickly. And that's because the universe abhors a vacuum. It will always fill a vacuum but it will fill it with what you're thinking about or who you're thinking about. So you could use the footprints analogy or you can use the mug of life. It's completely up to you. But look at it in the cold, harsh light of day. Anything that you are holding on to means there's no room for anything else to come in. If you're holding on to negatives of your past, say a past marriage 
or a relationship and it's broken up and you just keep looking back, all you're getting is more of it. There is no more room for good to come in. It's like um, when I, many, many, many years ago, I used to do like a, a, like a manifesting um, a partner and this girl came to me one day and she said, I'm having no luck. I've got a little two-year-old boy and I'm just so miserable. just want to find somebody. So I said, well, let's create him. How would you like him to be? She said, well, I don't want him short. So I said, that's, you want him medium to tall then? Yeah. What else don't you want about him? I don't want him to be bald. Not that there's anything wrong with bald people. Just don't want him to be bald. Okay, so you want him to have hair. Yeah. Okay, so what else don't you want? I don't want him to leave me at home and go to the pub like all my other relationships. Okay, so you want to be able to do things together when you're at home or go out together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you want him to be? Well, I don't want him to be miserable and I don't want him to be tight with money because that's what my ex-husband was like. Okay, so we want somebody that's of a happy nature and someone who is quite generous with money. Yeah, that's it. So we did this. I'm probably rambling now. But we, we did this. We manifested. We got him to a, her to imagine it. We got her to, um, instead of sleeping on the, in the middle of the bed, we got her to move to the, the side of the bed. And she had two wardrobes. Instead of having two wardrobes full of clothes, um, she cleared out one of the wardrobes, gave a lot of stuff to charity. She hadn't worn it for over a year, so there was no point in holding on to it. And she made room. She had a nice big double drive. So instead of just bringing the car in and plonking it in the middle somewhere, she actually made a point of parking it to the left. So that she's making room. And that took, I can't, she'd be able to tell you, I think it took eight to 12 weeks before he came into her life. And that must have been, what, 18 years ago and still together now babies really happy he's now got his own company um he works works out of bolton really lovely chap lovely lady she created what she wanted she eliminated things from her life mug that weren't bringing her what she wanted so i think what you have to think about is writing in that left column what you're holding on to. Are you holding on to past relationship? Are you holding on to old photographs from a past relationship? Are you holding on to old diaries? Um, are you holding on to some of their things? Or it could be, who are you holding on to? You know, sometimes friendships come to an end, whether it's a relationship or a friendship. And sometimes you think, well, do you know what? I'm better to have this than nothing. But are you? Are you better to be like that? You know, think about being a free spirit. You know, think about the things that you can do to make a difference to your life. You know, I've said this so many times. Life really is a gift. And it offers you the privilege 
and the pleasure of being the best that you can be. So it's about learning what you're holding on to and what you're holding on to if it makes you feel good. Remember, every emotion that you have, it's like a within you, you have your own satellite navigation system. If you're not feeling good, you're either thinking the wrong thoughts, in the wrong place, or with the wrong people. And once you learn to realise that letting go of things in your life mug and leaving room in that life mug for new things to come into, I think you'll find you'll feel quite amazing. And it's almost like steam coming out of your ears, helping you to feel more calm, more relaxed, more empowered, and like releasing these things you are creating a vacuum. A vacuum for more things to come into. It could be that you want a new career. So what you do, if you've got old paperwork from old, I found something in my attic when we were clearing out last, because we thought we were going to move last year. And I found stuff in my attic from 24 years ago, from an old, when we had our old shops. And straight away, I just said, oh my God, let's just get rid of it. It's so negative. So I think once you realise that there's no point in holding on to things, no point in holding on to people, sometimes you just have to empower yourself and just think, I'm going to let this go and I'm going to start again. I'm going to move forward. We're not talking about relationships here. It could be you've got a wardrobe full of clothes that you don't use. It could that you've not worn. It could be that you're holding on to loads of stuff in your cupboards that really probably loads of tins of food that's out of date. And it's just cluttering everything up. Just look at everything now from a new perspective and just think, you know what? I'm going to clean up my life. I'm going to clean up my thoughts. And I'm going to learn feel good. Create those vacuums. Make things happen. Writing things down makes things happen. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast because it really does come from the heart because it's something that I truly believe in. It's either that mug of life or those footprints in the sand. The universe abhors a vacuum and therefore will always fill it up. Make sure that your life is filled up with the things that you want rather than the things you don't. So we do that by thinking about what we want. And when we find ourselves thinking about what we don't want, We turn it around and we think about what we do want. Knowing life really is that gift. So I hope you've enjoyed this. 
There's a little MP3 at the end of this for helping you to have a little sleep afterwards uh, or a little relaxation, entirely up to you. Uh, if you want to go to the um, Emotional Wellbeing Guru, there's um, there there is a freebies page where you can go and download lots of freebies, um, different MP3s and things. Um, and it's nice, like the, the uh, Emotional Wellbeing is on um, Facebook as well, so if you want to go onto there. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd really appreciate it. I'll put the link underneath, but I would really appreciate it if you would give me a review on emotional well-being on Google. That would be so helpful. In the meantime, everybody, just stay safe. Keep those thoughts good, positive, the best that you can. Knowing, you know, it can't rain forever. The sun is going to shine again soon. Be the sunshine, be the light. Shine the light in dark places. See you soon. Bye. Okay. Okay. So just close your eyes. And just begin breathing. Easily. And slowly. Slowly. And easily. Before you relax any more, just be aware of any external sounds. Now, like anything in life, you have a choice. A choice of whether you listen to those sounds or you just let them go. You choose. So just allow now yourself to relax and just let everything go. And without thinking about anything, you may start to notice that very soon, much sooner than you think, you'll begin to enter into a deep, peaceful and relaxed sense of being. There's nothing important for your conscious mind to do now. Absolutely nothing. 
Accept, relax. And as those thoughts begin flowing into your mind, pay them no attention. Just let them come in and then go out. And now just focus on your breathing for me again. And you may notice that you're breathing more easily now. More freely. Even though you haven't thought about your breathing, just be aware now how you're breathing has become rhythmic. And you may start to find that not only are you breathing more easily and freely, but you may also find that you just want to let everything go. And you may also find that it's becoming less important for you to listen to my voice. Because your subconscious mind can hear everything. So allow yourself to continue drifting into a more detached state. Just letting everything go completely at your own pace, at a pace that feels right for you. Give yourself permission to double your relaxation now so that you're twice as relaxed than you were before. And just know that everything that I say to your mind will very, very soon, much sooner than you think, begin drifting down into the depths of your mind. As you relax and just let everything go.
And now as you relax a little bit more, I'd like you to imagine that you are looking up into the night sky on a beautiful, clear summer's night. The air is crisp and dry and you may even begin to imagine the sweet scent of the surrounding flowers and plants. Also the freshness. And as you look up into the dark sky, the dark night sky, just imagine a beautiful silver star. Just one solitary bright star up there in the sky. Millions and millions of miles away. And your star for some reason stands out from all of the other stars. As you stare at the brightness of your star, perhaps you can imagine it's pure light beginning to glow glowing more and more brilliantly. Almost as though the star starts descending, drawing down towards you. Perhaps you can sense the light around you. And even allow the light to enter your physical body until you are inside the light and the light is inside of you. You are the one with this beautiful brilliant light from the star. You are the one with the star itself. And because of the light within you and the light around you, you now have the ability to remain calm in all situations. Allow your light to expand. Allow your light to grow. Brighter 
more powerful, thereby giving you more power, personal power in your own life. So that as each day goes by, you become stronger, more powerful, with more confidence, with more belief in you and your abilities. So just relax as I'm going to be quiet for a while. And as you relax, just let everything go. And so now, I'd like you to relax more and more, knowing with each descending number that you can go deeper and deeper down to the depths of self-confidence, self-worth and self-value. Ten, by learning to adopt a positive mindset, our resilience increases and with it our capacity of being the best that we can be. Nine, don't allow yourself to be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Allow yourself to be led by the dreams in your heart. Eight, and the only place where your dreams can become real is in your imagination. Seven, cultivate an optimistic mind. Use your imagination and always consider alternatives and dare to believe that what you can make possible 
is absolutely outstanding. Six. Gratitude is a foundation of positive living. We only have a limited amount of focus. So when you are able to be appreciative of what you have, you are then giving energy to those thoughts about what you're grateful for, build upon what you're grateful for, Five, starting today, set yourself an intention and a relentless focus on living your life as the greatest person that you can be in all situations. Four, surround yourself with those who lift you higher, who make you feel good. Three, just know the most important thing that you will ever wear is your attitude. Wear it well. Two, a powerful attitude awakens inner strength motivation and determination. One, all the way down, all the way down. That's right, that's right, all the way down. And with each passing day, you'll find or you'll discover that calmness becomes a huge part of who you are. And that confidence begins to expand within you. Motivating you. Making you more determined. To become the best that you can become. So that every day 
you build on self-love. Self-love. Why do I love and accept myself? Why do I totally love and accept myself? Why do I not only love and accept myself, but also appreciating everything that I have, including myself. So that Self-love builds upon self-preservation and self-preservation builds upon being the best that you can be. Above all, knowing that life really is a gift. So now you can just go to sleep and as you sleep, calmness becomes a huge part of who you are. Knowing that if you do wake up, you'll have no problem in going back to sleep. Sleeping like a baby. Sleeping like a baby. Sleeping like a baby. That's right. That's right. Sleeping like a baby. And with each passing day, you'll find or you'll discover that calmness becomes a huge part of who you are. And that confidence begins to expand within you. Motivating you. Making you more determined. To become the best that you can become.
so that every day you build on self-love. Self-love. Why do I love and accept myself? Why do I totally love and accept myself? Why do I not only love and accept myself, but also appreciating everything that I have, including myself. So that Self-love builds upon self-preservation and self-preservation builds upon being the best that you can be. Above all, knowing that life really is a gift. So now you can just go to sleep and as you sleep calmness becomes a huge part of who you are. Knowing that if you do wake up, you'll have no problem in going back to sleep. Sleeping like a baby. Sleeping like a baby. Sleeping like a baby that's right that's right sleeping like a baby